1: National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy, and anytime is right to listen to iHeart Radio's iHeart Country Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.
4: Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, three to six Eastern, twelve to three Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
5: Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
4: What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts every day live from sunny Southern California. Welcome in. Uh, I want to talk about the Browns edition by subtraction in a moment. And I don't, I'm not doing the, at a boy myself, you missed it. We had Brady Paping on, who I really like and I respect. He's a hell of a football player. Played for the Packers in 2010 when they won the Super Bowl. Um, but it it did uh it went sideways, right? It went it went sideways, and it went sideways over uh, Aaron Rodgers, who like look, we can discuss, you know, th- there's there's things that I'm willing to debate. I, my in my family. My late father, my brother, even my sister, my mom, like we, we don't we, we don't de- debate opinions. We think of things as facts, but there are things that are actually facts. We have been in a global pandemic. We are still in a global pandemic. Right. L- life as we know it has changed dramatically. I wasn't the only one who was sitting at home with my children because everything was shut down. Was I, that wasn't, I wasn't the only one. So here's what I'm, I'm willing to debate guests and go back and forth, but I'm, I'm just not willing for people to start conversations with things that are definably false. I have no doubt Pat McAfee who has, who fell into the Aaron Rogers thing, Right doesn't think he did anything wrong. And maybe he's right. Maybe he became a friendly landing spot for people who think like Aaron Rodgers. I don't actually think that's why you listen or you should listen to sports radio. I try and just be interesting, bring on interesting. Hell, we had Jake Paul on earlier. And I'll tell you, like, Jake Paul, like, bro, I've made fun of his fights before. I even told him we've poked fun in his fights before. But I also can understand and respect the ability to go from Actor, YouTuber, rebel rouser, boxer, and now, like, he's trying to do a, be a venture capitalist, right? Like, the hustle is real. Like, I get it. I get it. I'm not going to put, I'm not, I mean, would I take his money as a VC? Like, maybe. But there's, you know, I generally like guys, I have a friend, Darren Height. Like, okay, so here's a. do you want a venture capitalist who's done what Jake Paul's done or my boy Darren Height, who Darren Height played basketball at Princeton, has degrees from Princeton, Georgetown, and Stanford? That's the guy I'm going to put. Do you want to know what's wrong with our country? Here it is. Brad, who has one follower in Vegas. Doug Gottlieb lost his mind thinking you can trust someone like Anthony Fauci. That's what's wrong with our country. That in a nutshell. Okay? That's it. That's it. And if you, you start with those conversations with people like that, people who make statements like that, right? You just what's the what's the point of me going back and forth with Brady Papinga over something which is, you know, he want to talk about smoking and obesity. And I'm like, hmm. Or we can talk about Aaron Rodgers lying about the vaccine. So And yes, it is a personal choice. The issue with Aaron Rodgers is like three or fourfold. Okay. This whole personal choice thing is stupid, right? You've been immunized and inoculated several times over in your life. Otherwise, he wouldn't have gone to Cal Berkeley, wouldn't have played football in college or in the pros. You've had your MMR, MMR. you've had other vaccinations. you've had tetanus, right? You've had all those things. Suddenly now, now you're going to be worried about, uh, I, I did a bunch of research and I called Joe Rogan. Like, come on, dude, what are we doing? And now Aaron Rodgers, he's got the Kyrie thing, right? And I think he's, I, you know, like where they're smart, but they, you're not smarter than an immunologist about things that they've studied their entire professional life. You're just not, I'm not, you know? You want to know why I don't manage my own money? How can we don't trade stocks and bonds? Because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So I have somebody that I trust and I send everything that he decides to do to my other friend who I trust to look after who's looking after my stuff. That's it. Hire people that know what you don't know and let them do what they do best. It's a pretty good way to live life. But what I'm not gonna do on the show, okay, is not push back. I'm, I'm just not. You know? Sorry, I'm not. You know, I had um I had uh uh help me out name wise. Why am I forgetting for a second? He was the coach in New Mexico before Bob Davy. Bob Davy was at ESPN at the time I'm an ESPN. And remember they had the uh the collapse of the um, where the kid tragically died at Notre Dame. What, what was that called? The, the, it was the scissor. What's what's the scissor lift, right? The scissor lift collapsed in the wing. Uh, wind at Notre Dame. I was doing this exact same show at ESPN Radio, and we had Bob Davey booked, and I said, great. Anything you got you're going to ask Bob. I said, I got to ask him about Notre Dame. And he do not want to talk about Notre Dame. Well, I can't have him on. You know, he doesn't have to say that, Brian Kelly has to be fired. He doesn't have to say the school's to blame. He doesn't have to, you can say whatever he wants to say and ask him a completely fair question. That's, you, you have to do this as a job. And where where uh, Pat McAfee failed is like Aaron Rodgers, he let Aaron Rodgers go on for 10 minutes. And I, Pat's show is fun and organic. He's got his buddies there whatever. Just write down two or three things that he's saying and push back on him. By the way, Aaron likes that. Like this is, he's going to say things that are definably false, but at least he's got an answer for everything. Well, you call Joe Rogan. Why don't you call an immunologist? Right? Like, did you think of I don't know, maybe reaching out to Fauci, because you're you're kind of big. Right? You might not have his cell number, but I'm guessing it takes one text, one question to ask somebody, and you can get his cell phone number. So. I, I have no, I don't have any personal animus towards McAfee. He's been wildly successful financially so far early on in this business. And he's kind of copied my model, copied Barstool's model. He copied other models, whatever. But my model was I was an athlete and I used that to get a platform and doing radio as a guest. And then I used it to get, get a chance to do national shows that, that idea I love, but letting a guy just go and, say things that are false, even if you agree with them. But I won't do it. Sorry. Not who I am. Not this show. And it doesn't mean that I'm like, super vax guy. You know? I think it's pretty clear what's going on. The, the crazy part about it is, uh, there's a lot of dudes that, they, they I just, I don't like contradictory things. It's not political to me. It's all about science. It's all about helping the greater good. And you're like, like, are you going to get tetanus? Does, does anybody, has anybody gotten lockjaw recently? No. Are you going to get tetanus? This remi- you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of when I was a kid and they, they passed the seatbelt law. Passed the seatbelt law. Or the helmet law on a motorcycle, which is not in every state, by the way. But the seatbelt, seatbelt doesn't stop you. People still die in car crashes. Wearing their seatbelt. They just die far less often. Right? I mean, it's a, well, what I put in my body. uh, Okay. Henry Ruggs put a bunch of stuff in his body. How'd that affect other people? Or you could do helmet law, the helmet law. You don't think it affects, it doesn't affect everybody else. Yeah, it actually does. Cause you know, if you get in a motorcycle accident and your brains splatter all over the highway, Guess who has to pay for everything? All of us. Plus, I mean, the, the harm it does to you emotionally, you see that kind of stuff. I thought Seinfeld had the best uh, line ever on a uh, helmet laws. right? The idea that uh, the brain is performing so poorly that it ne- doesn't know it needs a helmet for said activity is, is mind boggling. He said about skydiving too. At some point the helmet's wearing you, you're not wearing the helmet. All right, I'm going to get back to sports uh, upcoming, including including how the Browns executed my favorite form of math and why you should probably pay attention to my uh, football picks. That's upcoming next. But first, BetRiver Sportsbook wants to invite you to discover the complete sports betting experience, the foundation of that experience, is a massive number of betting options on nearly every regulated sporting event around the world. Add on top of that, live streaming of sports every day. There's almost always a live match to watch on BetRiver Sportsbook right on your phone.
5: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder.
1: The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder
0: from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills.
1: Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
0: Explore more stories like Shana's at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
3: That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.
1: There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- <laughs> craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry
4: radios I country
1: radio discover more shows and movies for free
4: Doug Gottlieb show Fox sports radio um, lots of stuff to get to here I don't profess to know everything uh, but when I do know something, I'm gonna tell you about it. I had a really good week picking games. It's been a what's the record now, Jay Stu? Like we you, need to promote it now before it, I have a bad weekend. Like right now, your overall
5: record um, with the NFL okay. is astounding. Uh, I'm astounding. pulling it up as we speak here. So okay. you're. Uh, your NFL record is 47-29. That's a 61% uh win rate. Okay. Your college football standings are uh, 32 and 22, which is just under 60%. So, you're on
4: fire right now. On fire. That that will that that dog will hunt. That dog will hunt. So, um look, there's no science behind it. I don't want to sit here and go like and I, I and I listen to tout radio right I some of our local affiliates I listen to all of our local affiliates on my uh, on my thing because I the folks in Jersey, the folks in Milwaukee the folks in Vegas I listen to the stations I have there's a way in which I can stream stuff into my into my car, and I I listen to them because I want to see what I, and I know many ch- have tout Radio on Sunday mornings. You know, if you are in here, I've I've hit 72 in a row on Monday Night Football in the last 19 games. Right? Uh, this is I I got science behind it. And I got like no, there's no science behind it. But I told you so. And here's how. Um, do we have the "I Told You So" intro there? We do, yes. Messy and now a ticker tape parade. Like what? I told, I told you so. so. Okay, because he had talent. Finally Here's it what it I like about it. it. Here's what I like about it. I like the "I Told You So" because let's just see if the picks that hit. If it, uh, some of it's luck. Okay, it's just some of it's luck. But some of it, I actually put a lot of thought into. Okay, let Nebraska covered against Ohio State. Here are my thoughts. <laughs> I'm going to take Nebraska. 14 and a half points? They don't have to win, but they haven't lost by more than 10 points this season. They haven't even lost by 10 points this season. I don't see 14 and a hook. I don't know if the Huskers can pull off the upset. Matter of fact, I'm pretty sure they cannot, but I'm going to take the Huskers to cover because of all those points and this year as my guide. Okay. Uh, this one I I really liked and I believe I told you to go money line not just to pick Michigan State fresh off the win over Michigan right they had Ohio State around the corner but they had to go to Purdue first what I like Purdue to pull off the upset and win at home. That's right. I'm calling it Purdue with the win. Uh, Aiden O'Connell's been okay this year. He's just been okay. They have a couple of good running backs. They're not great, but they've shown the ability against the best teams on the other side of the bracket to compete. I like Purdue to win the game, a letdown game for Michigan State after seeing their name in lights on Tuesday night. Okay, AM took on Auburn. A little closer than some people thought. Aggies end up pulling off and covering. Here's how I thought and why. I like this AM team. AM's won three in a row. Remember, they lost Arkansas. They lost Mississippi State, but then they beat Alabama and they played two of the bottom feeders in the in the SEC. Super, super talented team. They got Auburn at home on CBS. Uh, I'm gonna take the Aggs. They're four and a half point favorites, so I'll take them to win the game over the Tigers. Um, And then, you know, Alabama-LSU, it was closer than I thought, but here's the math as to why I picked the under. Alabama taking on the fighting Tigers of LSU. I like the under. I like the under a lot. Let's say Alabama scores 42. So 42 to 14 does not hit the over. Does not hit the over. That's too many points for LSU. I know they scored 42 against Kentucky, and that was at home. This game is at Alabama. I like the under. In that game. Yeah, I mean, that, that was, and I had no idea it would be that close. L- literally none. Zero idea. It was 20-14. to 14. Um, And it was very much in the balance. It was a wild football game. And a fun one. But I just, I thought the under, because I didn't see that many points being scored, I had no idea LSU would play that well. Oh, by the way, I gave you this nugget about Oregon. Oregon taking on Washington. Have you guys seen the comments of Jimmy Lake, who's the new head coach of Washington? Yeah, he said, like, we don't really compete against Oregon in recruiting. We compete against Michigan and Ohio State and Northwest. Better academic institutions, right? Ducks are like, yeah, we're not doing math or debate club. We're doing football. And as far as football is concerned, I like Oregon. Give me the Ducks. They got to win by more than a touchdown. They will do so. And it was close in terms of the line until late, and Oregon scored kind of a meaningless touchdown, which put it well into the over. I also think that was a little bit of an FU to Jimmy Lake, who, by the way, is suspended for the upcoming game because he shoved a player who was out of line, you know. um, uh, And Jimmy Lake had just fired his defensive coordinator. Like, that Washington thing is a mess. All right, NFL did well, 4-1 on the picks. 7-1 going back to last Thursday night over the weekend here's why I picked the Chargers over Philly the Chargers are one of those teams in the NFL and I think there's like six or seven of them they got better players than everybody else I know Philadelphia is coming off a thumping of the Detroit Lions but I think you got to be multiple If you want to beat this Charger team they're not multiple uh with Jalen Hurts Chargers only uh, getting one and a half in Philadelphia I'm gonna take the Chargers to win and to cover as my first pick Okay, I mean, Philly was really competitive. It was a close football game. Jalen Hurts, they've they've done in Philadelphia what they did with Jalen Hurts at Oklahoma two years ago, which is like, let's if you don't see the first read, just run it. They have some design runs for him. He's a tremendous runner. He's not, he's not the thrower that Lamar is or some of these other guys in terms of as a runner who can throw. He's just not. Um, he's not nearly those guys' caliber. So I think they've adjusted and they've become competitive because of it. But the Chargers were just better. All right, here here's one I recall saying this. Rams are sixteen point favorites. I mean, Rams and uh, Cardinals and Rams are Bengals. One of those teams, a lot better than you think. They just are. Defense has been pretty solid this year. Obviously, only allowed eleven. Played Packers to overtime. Beat the Steelers on the road. Lost to the Bears week two of the season. Beat the Vikings in overtime at home. They're taking on the Ravens, and the Ravens are playing great offensive football. The defense is just that, so, that's, so. That's, that's last six last and, week. and a half. That's, I that's, wish that's last. That's last week. That's last week. All right, how about how about this one? Raiders Giants. So let's just do Raiders Giants. Going on the road take on the New York football giants. I know that they've been unbelievable the past couple weeks playing on emotion. It's gotta be an incredibly trying week and you're playing on the road against the Giants who as much as like we would admit Kansas City was not good, the Giants were not bad. I think the Giants win at home as underdogs against the Raiders. All right, there's I told you so. Um, Oregon ends up winning 26-16. Covers. Chargers. Covered. One point favorite. Browns won. They were dogs. Picked out one. Packers. Um, we got fortunate. They covered. 13-7. I'm not going to lie. That was easy. That was the lucky one. And the Giants uh, were three-point dogs at home and as predicted won. And covered. Also picked Purdue to beat Michigan State. Check out the latest lines in the world of sports. BetRivers Sportsbook. BetRivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. You must be 21. You must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Joel Klatt is the voice of college football on Fox. He's kind enough to spend Mondays with us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Um, Let's start with the news of the day in major college football. Nebraska has decided to bring back Scott Frost for another year. He reconfigured his contract. This after they were competitive against Ohio State. Didn't win, but continue to be competitive. Is that the right decision in your mind?
5: It was. It was the right decision. Um, they are way too close to turn around now. You know, they, their rebuild was stark. And you, you, you got to look at, at where they were and where they're trying to go. And, I mean, they were bad. And Scott's brought them to the point that now they've faced four teams that are currently in the top eight in the college football playoff rankings. And, Doug, they, they lost to the first three by a total of 13 points total and then nine to Ohio State, and, and three of those were right at the end when Ohio State was trying to put the ball uh, game away in one possession game. They're, they're way too close. And I actually think if you look at their roster, while they do have a lot of super seniors and older, older players, I think that there's enough to look at and, and see that they're going to be pretty good next year. I think in particular with the transfer portal, they can get some things done in that respect and, and, and turn it around. I, I think it was the right move. And I've always gone back to this, and I think I've brought it up on your show before. I think when you're in, a, in the midst of a total rebuild, there's a really a four-step process. You're going to go in and you're going to lose big at first, and then you're probably going to lose small, and then you're going to win small before you ever win big. And that four-step process is kind of where they're at, and they're at that tipping point between losing small and winning small. They played one of the toughest schedules in the country this year. They still have Iowa and Wisconsin. I still believe that they're going to win one of those games coming down the stretch, but I believe this was the right decision, not, not to mention that the number was reportedly about $20 million to buy him out. And yeah. so restructuring, more similar to Harbaugh, I think is the right thing to do. I think Trev gets what he wants, a lower buyout if he needs to make a move next year, and Scott gets what he wants, which is an extra year with not quite the difficult schedule and a roster that he thinks he can go win with.
4: Okay, I'm going to go on a soapbox here for a second with Joel Klatt, and you're, you're, you can completely tell me that I'm wrong, Okay. Yeah, you have you, you will have the floor. Right. I think Florida fired their defensive coordinator. Uh, Oregon State fired their defensive coordinator. And uh Washington fired their offensive coordinator. There's been other coaches fired as well or whatever. I understand. Todd Grantham got fired at, at Florida, right? Uh, he's he's but I think that is complete crap from these coaches. I I understand that you can have a differing view that things can go bad. You don't like the way things are going and you have the right. Okay. As a head coach to make these decisions that doesn't make it right to, for, for me. And I'll tell you why. And, and maybe this is the son of a longtime, sometime head coach, but mostly assistant coach in college. And now my brother's been assistant for 25 years, 26 years. Look, man, it's different. you somebody's your defense coordinator. They got a family, right? They got a, they got a family and they came to work for you. And you have every right to let them go at the end of the year. You can even, you know, quietly take away some of their duties and call them in and go, "Hey, look, man, I'm just to tell you right now, um, it's it's not working out. I don't think." And so you might want to start looking at what you want to do next. But like the idea of firing a guy with like three games left to go in the season, I think is reprehensible. Especially considering, and you pointed this out before about players. All the talk about family and how close everything, you know, like whatever, like, dude, these are grown ups with families that have contracts, wait till the season's over and then move on. I, yeah. I, I feel free. You can tell me I'm wrong.
5: I, I don't think that you're wrong. I think that you're absolutely right. And I think that there are examples of guys that have done it the right way. And we just had one last Saturday. Everyone forgets Ryan Day basically fired Kerry Combs. But guess what he didn't do? fire Kerry Combs publicly or shame him. And, you know, I mean, he just said, listen, we're going to move in a different direction. Didn't even publicly say Matt Barnes is going to call plays. It just kind of slowly evolved to the point where now we all understand that Matt Barnes is the quote play caller, never stripped the title from Kerry. So Kerry's still getting his contract. He's able to go in there. And guess what Kerry is able to do? Witness to the players about how to go through something hard. And a lot of those players have talked to me about watching Kerry, seeing his his faith, his work ethic, all this different stuff, his commitment to the organization and the program, even in the midst of something that's personally incredibly difficult. And they said, I've learned more from Kerry just through him as a person and how he's dealt with this than I have when he was my quote-unquote coach, his defensive back coach, defensive coordinator, whatever it is. I think that's the way to go. The problem is, is that so many of these people, whether it's decision-makers like athletic directors or chancellors or presidents or even the head coaches themselves – They feel like they have to make some sort of public statement or stance in order to save their own butt. So it's all CYA. I know that if, oh, people are expecting me to do this, and Twitter says this, and uh, I better give a show of this or that, and so they make these moves for show and for optics. And I don't love it, because you're right. These are people, and they have families, and they've got children and, and, and wives, and most of them have moved across the country for you not just because of the, the emblem on the chest, but for you, the head coach. Uh, and I don't understand why you can't handle something like that more internally. And then the day the season is over, just say, hey, we're going to make a change. I, I, I don't understand the public shaming. I don't, I, I, the optics of it, I think, looks terrible. But we've seen now administrators having to make changes from head coaching perspectives and then head coach feel like they've got to make changes with, on their staff. And I and I don't love it. I say I think it's a signal of a weak leader. Whereas Ryan Day is clearly a strong leader and has navigated this incredibly well for his program to a point where they're still in the college football playoff discussion.
4: Outleap Show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of of Joel Clatt. Um, uh, okay, so what do you think we're going to see tomorrow night when the rankings are revealed?
5: <laughs> I don't know, man. This is like that, this this process is so broken. Like it's just
4: Okay, so let's let's do this. We, we we we'll we'll agree on it. Let's do this. And I know you have your show, which I watch every week. I don't agree with every part of it, but it's way more educated than I could ever hope to be. So that's why I watch it, right? Um so let's do this. Your rankings, let's go one through six. And we can even do one through eight if you want. Not not and when, let's just we we can't talk about expanding the playoffs the playoffs are four teams. As yeah. of now, obviously Georgia won. Yep. Okay, then so, who's two? Well,
2: and,
5: and here's, See, here's, here's the part, though, that gets dicey. If you were to just ask me, like, Joel, put down who you think the eight best teams in the country are. I would rank it one way. And then if you said, okay, you're a committee of one, what does your playoff look like? I think it's a different list. And that's what people I don't think can wrap their head around. They're like, shouldn't it be the same list? Well, no, not exactly. I don't think it should be the same list. So if you were to ask me, like, what should the playoff look like right now? I would I would go in the neighborhood of Georgia, Oregon, probably Oklahoma, and then some combination of either Cincinnati or Ohio State. We can have a, a, a large debate about that. But that's you kind of you where I would do, land. You
4: don't think Alabama belongs in?
5: No, not the playoff. Now, if I was just ranking teams, they would certainly be inside of that conversation. But... The playoff, to me, is something that you have to earn your way into. Like the games on the field have to matter. You can't, you can't, basically, barely beat a Florida team, barely beat an LSU team, uh, lose on the road to Texas A and M, and and then just be like, well, it's a free pass because you know you're Alabama. So I, I don't feel like you should have that type of of lower standard if you're Alabama. The pro- one of my biggest problems when you talk about like well, just four best, is that. The proof, the burden of proof, falls more significantly on teams that are what we would consider to be lesser teams. So the burden of on of proof is, is much heavier for Cincinnati or, you know, let's say Oklahoma than it is Alabama. Well, is that right? I, I'm i not sure. And I hope I mentioned Oregon in that four.
4: You listed them as the first team after Georgia. You said Georgia, you okay. Oregon. OU, and some combination, combination of Cincinnati and, and Ohio right. State. That's right. So, okay, but, so, but the one thing this committee has so, done, and whether or not they do it or not, they have said, we just want the four best teams. Right? We just want the four best teams. So if you do have, the four best,
5: but then, they, but then they honor head-to-head, which they should. So do we really think, like, does Vegas really think, if you're just going four best and we should have Vegas do it, because they're much better at this than 13-person committee that also have other jobs and also have a stake in the interest as athletic directors. Right, So, like, Vegas would favor Ohio State over Oregon. So, so, on a purity test, they're failing at the four best, and yet using that argument to put Alabama in there. Wouldn't you agree?
4: Um, yeah. Like, look, uh, here, here's, here's – uh, I'll give you the you, – you, you know this better than anybody because you're actually at the games, okay? Is, is Alabama, in addition to the fact their schedule is more difficult than Cincinnati – Alabama's everybody's Super Bowl. And yeah, everybody's Super sure. Bowl. Sure.
5: So well, same with same with Ohio State. Correct. And Georgia Georgia to a certain extent. And correct. and you know this as well. And so is Oklahoma.
4: Oklahoma, yes. Yes. No, everybody everybody's Super Bowl. No question. Okay. So I do give them a slight pass. I just think they're better than Cincinnati. I, I just so I, you know, I know Cincinnati beat Notre Dame on the road. It's a hell of a win. And I know that they haven't lost otherwise. I just think they're better and for Oklahoma, like it's pretty hard to erase the fact that I mean, have they? Who have they beaten? Who's actually good I know.
5: this year? Yeah, I, well, and we'll see if they can get past these final three. We've got them this week against Baylor. We'll have them next week against Iowa State, and then they've got Oklahoma State and Bedlam to finish things out. I don't disagree with you um, at, at all, but there, there's also something to the actual end game. What is the objective to these games? You know, it's it's to win. Yeah. And even though they did play poorly, they were able to win a game against Texas. And yep. they were able to win some of these games that uh, quite frankly, Alabama lost to Texas A and M. And and I think A and M is a better team than we maybe think they are. But Oh,
4: I think they're good. I, I, I think they're good. I mean, remember they lost their quarterback very early in the season. 100%. And they knew they to Colorado. lost
5: Colorado. Because of that. They they yeah. were lost because of that. And yeah. and teams evolve and they get better. Um, there's there's no doubt about it. Um It's 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 so hard to talk about what I think should happen within a system that I think is so flawed and so broken. I hope you appreciate that. I don't know.
4: I don't know if it's. I don't like the broken thing just because I think it's flawed. But I also think like, look, when you were playing in school, we had dual national champions. Yeah. like we had yeah. two teams got the claim the throne as national champion. Like if you went down to a you went to a kid who's playing in college now, they would have no idea. Did you know we used to have like two national champions? Like no way. Like yeah, really happened. How that well, how that work? It, I don't know. Work. And that system
5: and that system was, was no good. But th- correct. That was, this system that at was, least
4: it's a it's a far better version than we've ever had. Is it? But perfect? that wasn't even trying to achieve like what we're trying to achieve. See, no, it the, was trying to here, make, no, their problem is they the, tried to make everybody happy, it, and we make in, everybody in happy, past, nobody's happy. In, in the past, the, the, they didn't
5: even attempt the playoff. They were just like, well, we're going to try to crown a national champion in this bowl system that we love so much. And then they decided, like, you know what, we're going to actually do it. We're going to wrestle the grizzly, grizzly bear that is a playoff. But the problem is, is that they dip their toe in. So, Doug, if you're going to open that ring, if you're going to get in the ring with the Grizzly Bear that is like, we're going to do a playoff, you cannot dip your toe in. You can't do it because it's flawed. And and if they're going to go in, they've got to go in and do this wholeheartedly. And they need to make this playoff something that is great for the sport overall because this playoff as it's currently constructed is not good for college football. It has shoved all the meaning, every bit of oxygen in our sport, into four spots. That is far too few spots to shove all the oxygen and meaning into. So in my estimation, in order to keep fan bases engaged, in order to allow for upward mobility of programs in the middle tier that are trying to get to a point where they can compete at the highest level, you've got to open up those doors and allow for more definitions of success than just the four playoff spots. I'm a big proponent in something in the 12 to 14 range. I understand that that probably diminishes the bowl season, which has been diminished greatly, anyways, through two reasons. One is players opting out, and two, the fact that they were all bought and most of them run by ESPN and spread out over two or three weeks. which diminishes the bowl season from what you and I had when we were kids and we would sit with our dads and brothers and watch on New Year's Day on four different televisions, on four different networks, and watch all these great bowl games with nachos and bean dip. And my goodness, I loved the pizza. We had this Papa Murphy's pizza, some of my best favorite stuff in the world. So that's a bit of a soapbox to tell you. We're just – we're dabbling. We're dancing with a grizzly bear, and it's like, you better get in there. Leonardo DiCaprio proved to us, like, if you're going to wrestle a grizzly bear. You better not get on your back and just, you know, get in there and, and softly get in. you got to go in there with a shotgun.
4: Where are you go this weekend? Oh, you go to ba- Baylor OU? Baylor. Yeah, wake up. What do you think? What do you think of Texas Tech hiring Baylor's associate head coach? Guy was crazy successful high school football, and yeah, unlike remember, Todd Dodge was hired at North Texas. Todd Dodge still now coaching high school football, but I like the fact he six years at Baylor, learning the, learning the ropes. But to go to take on the Texas Tech job, do you think it works?
5: Um, it might, and remember, the, the, those schools have long admi- not not just admired, but they they. The affiliation, what am I trying to say? The affiliation, the ties to Texas high school football are so important to places yes. like Texas Tech or, or any number of these places. Art Bryles had it going at Baylor partly because of his ties into Texas high school football. This is the Joey McGuire now thought with Texas Tech. And, and by the way, he's leaving this week. He's going and taking over at Tech. So Baylor loses a coach. He's going to Tech to basically evaluate what's going on, and we'll see how that affects them moving forward.
4: Hey, man, safe travels. Uh, love the work. Can't wait to see the show this week where you freak Thanks. out and you, and you give us great stuff. Appreciate <laughs> you joining us.
5: I love it. Thanks, Doug. I appreciate it, bud. Uh,
4: that's, that's Joel Clatt. He is really good at what he does for a living. Check out the latest lines in the world of sports at BetRivers Sportsbook. BetRivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. You must be 21. You must be president in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play gambling problem called 1-800-GAMBLER. May have a new suitor for Ben Simmons. Find out who next.
5: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific.
4: Ophthalmologist
0: Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts.
4: Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness.
0: He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result?
1: Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy, and anytime is right to listen to iHeart Radio's iHeart Country Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.
4: Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Every day, this time we get you updated in the stories today. Let's get to the press. The press. Stand by. What do you got? A couple of uh, NFL
6: notes to start. Robert Sala, the head coach of the Jets, says they want to wait till Zach Wilson is 100% before having him return to the field. So his status for Week 10 against the Bills right now up in the air. But Sala saying they don't want to risk anything with Zach Wilson, so Mike White would get the start if Wilson can't go this week. Okay.
4: Okay. Yeah, I mean he just got hurt like a couple weeks ago. I I, I think that's totally reasonable. There's also this this contingent that believes that this
6: could now be Mike White's job for the future, with
4: a growing Andrew
6: which is, I think, pretty absurd considering you just used the second overall pick on Zach Wilson and aren't even halfway through his first season.
4: Totally agree. I will point out there is there's a little precedent for it. Okay, do you know the precedent for it? We're in two quarterbacks drafted, same draft, and the seventh round pick ended up becoming the starter, and the first round pick went away. Okay. Um was it Washington? It was. Right. Gus Ferrat? Right. Yes. All right. right.
6: Who was the first round pick? Um was it Heath Schuler? It was. All right. right. Good at what he Beyer. does it's Dan Beyer, kid. <laughs> he's Buyer kid. Dan of
2: Virginia.
6: Hey, Don't buyer. You know, you do what Yay. you do what you can do. But uh you know, I just think it's a little early. I think it's a little early to give up on uh, Zach Wilson. Nope. Sam Darnold day-to-day, by the way, with a shoulder injury. No word if he will start against the Cardinals on Sunday. They lost their center for the year, too. Yes. Caroline
4: lost their center for the year.
6: Yes, things could be finer in, uh, finer in Carolina. Roger that. Boston, oh, like what Boston, he did there. Boston Celtics have had talks with the 76ers about Ben Simmons. Okay. Philly would want Jalen Brown as part of the deal, according to The Athletic, if a deal was struck. Mm. You
4: know, I used to bring a Braunschweiger and uh, mustard s- uh, sandwich to school. It's a true story when I was a kid. is was... Uh, made by um, Oscar Mayer Wiener, but it was it's like some sort of liver paste with yeah. mustard that I one time said I like to my mom, and so she made it like every day. I wanted to trade that for Oreo cookies. You know how many times that trade ever got pulled off? Ah, zero. Zero. Not once.
6: Not once. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of the 76ers, remember when we talked on Friday and we found out that the Sixers were finding Ben Simmons now because he would not meet with their team-appointed doctors over his Yes, what he health? did. Huh. He met with their Team-appointed doctors. I'm he, yes, according mm-hmm. to ESPN, he did meet with a team-appointed okay. physician. Okay. Also, was given uh, gave a list to the team about the medical professionals that he had been meeting with. Only gave his name, uh, the names of the doctors, and nothing.
4: I meet him with Jim, <laughs> Doctor Jim. I'm a doctor. Uh, well, I mean, Doctor Phil goes by first name. That's that's true. I'm a doctor. I can't believe Ramos. This is your perfect example, perfect thing to go. They, they met with him and they asked Ben Simmons. How he felt mentally. He's, I'm mad as hell, and I can't take it anymore. Well, I'm on the doctor's page right now. That's why. Oh, okay. a
6: doctor. Huh. Uh, speaking of uh, John Ramos, Dodger Stadium may be a place he wants to go later on this month. That's because they're going to be turning it into a winter wonderland, taking advantage of those new restaurants that they have in the outfield. A skating rink will also be placed in the outfield of Dodger Stadium, so uh, families can go and attend starting November 26th. I'm happy hey. as hell. A,
4: a triage unit will be set up for their pitching staff. Oh, and, they did sign Andrew Haney And, and, and then, there's a, yes. there's a, then there's a dunking booth for their hitters because when they don't hit in a playoff game, everybody loses their mind. That's the press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Okay, kids, Monday night football. Who do you like? Dan Byer? It's Chicago and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh a seven-point favorite. Give me the Steelers to cover and win, yes. Uh, I'm gonna agree with Dan Byer. What about you, Ramos? I'll take Pittsburgh as well. Oh no! What about you, Jay Stu? I'll take the Bears and the points, please. Ooh. Bears and the points. Bears points. David Montgomery playing. Bears points. I got the Steelers. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, this
5: is John Ridley, and this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline, and welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy